episode of the brother hot your two favorite brothers we know it you know it no, just welcome back <laughs> to the brother hot you're listening yeah two ordinary capuchin brothers ordinary conversations uh we're back and that brother's name is brother brandon berg what's up bro hot hot we in the brother hut. that brother's name is vincent mary carrasco that's right we're happy to have you back with us we know it's been a cool minute um but yeah we're here and we're happy we're excited um we're the brotherhood there's a lot going on we got a lot to catch up on and uh just a super excited bro happy feast day hmm? bro solemnity for us solemnity. bro yes yeah, right. so Put yes we are there. October 4th, 2021. The world is still turning. Podcasts are still working and we are still here. It's been two years to the day. That's right. Brother Hut. We're starting year number three. We're starting season number three. We're ready to go. Just like the Trinity. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're ready to go. So number three. Um, we're going to just verbally commit right now. Right, brother? Right, bro? That, to uh, what? that we're going to stay faithful to this ministry. We're not going to back away because we've been here for two years, um, hopefully going strong. And, uh, yeah, we just like to encourage you all to stay with us. Please, man, please stay with us. No, I'm just kidding. Heck yeah. Yeah, we but, got uh, uh, great loyal listeners. We appreciate absolutely. you. And uh, don't leave now because it's just getting good. That's right. It's just getting good. Um but yeah, happy feast day. And uh, like Brandon said, we, we're celebrating our two-year anniversary today. If you remember our first episode, what did we talk about, bro? I remember old life, new life. Um, oh, yeah. I think that the, was the first yeah, one, right? Because we talked about St. Francis and his yeah. conversion because it was the transitus. That's right. Or the we had just done the transitus. He's passing from this life to the eternal life, old life, new life. Yeah, yeah, but it's, it. it is kind of cool because we're going back to our roots right now, bro. We have like no equipment. As I- <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> going back to our capuchin roots, bro. We have That's nothing. right. So it's funny, yeah. The, so if you remember the first episode, we had what we had like a laptop. I mean, thank God we had that, and then we had the um. Uh, I think we had just one mic and we had it right in the middle of us. And we Yes. <laughs> and I think we just had the garage band. We weren't using Zoom or oh, that's right. Garage splitting. Band. We were probably splitting the headphones or something, but and they were like uh, two feet long <laughs> like headphone cords. So we were like cheek to cheek. Yeah. This. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. Joined at the cheek. Yeah. yeah. That was at the old house in San Antonio. Now we're at the new house in San Antonio. Everything changed in two years. That's right. There's a lot that happened. But no, it's cool. We're back at our roots. So right now we have, it's a long story. We have no uh, equipment. There's a lot of things up in Denver, but uh, that's all right. We're going to make it happen. Yes. So. Because the Lord can do a lot with a little. 
That's good. You know what I mean? We give it to God, whatever we got, he'll turn it into something. He can make a dollar. He can make a dollar out of 15 cents. Mm -hmm. He can make a way. He can make a way. Yeah, that reminded me of the reading, bro. Actually, the reading from a couple weeks ago, he does all things well. Mm. Yeah, that was really cool. But uh, so what's been happening, man? How's the Colorado Springs? Let us know what's happening. Yeah, brother Brandon is uh Colorado Springs, Colorado. Uh, just been getting into full swing here. Uh, my main activities are with the postulants, the postulantitos, mm-hmm. the young men in their first year of formation as a Capuchin friar. Um, yeah, I guess big news is uh, one of the fellows whose grandma died. Uh, so he's leaving this week to go to grandma's funeral mm. so that was kind of a yeah oh, kind of emotional time uh, mm. but uh yeah we're working working through that so far um, yeah and everybody else is good some of the guys uh, parents have been sick the one guy uh his family had the covid pretty well uh his dad was uh on oxygen and stuff Oh, um, the other guys, mom's got some cancer. So yeah, the guys are going through a lot, but, uh, they have really good attitudes. They're really, uh, what's the word like flexible. Uh, they're, when they're, they're taking it serious when it's time to be serious and they're joking and having fun when it's time to joke and have fun. So yeah. it's really a treat. Uh, it's really cool. Um, yeah, the brothers are good. Um, Joseph, brother Joseph went home to visit family uh brother gene's sister is coming this week so we get to see uh, barbara uh gene's sister and then the reeves are going to be here too don and darlene remember them yeah yeah so they'll be around some this next week nice and uh yeah and secondly i'm uh working at the mall working at the mall i do a shift at the mall every now and again I just go to the food court and hang out. No, I'm just kidding. We have the working Catholic Center. At the mall, is... <laughs> Never Bro, thought I'd say I'm working at the it, mall. Yeah. Working at the mall. <laughs> I yeah. joined the cap I joined the caption so I could work at the mall. That's cool. We've had a couple of vacations come out of the mall. So we have, if you, yeah. if you don't know what the mall is, uh actually 20 years ago in a couple of weeks, right? Or next week. Yeah. 20 years uh, no, ago no, next month next month uh we uh start we launched a a, a great ministry called at the citadel mall colorado springs where we set up camp there set up shop there's daily confessions right so we've been going strong uh, yeah every day except uh sunday nice yeah we're closed on sunday go see your parish be active there closed but yeah for sunday. for 20 years now six days a week we've been here at confessions uh celebrating mass giving out rosaries talking to people about the faith um uh, providing a quiet place for prayer in the, in the yeah. middle of a mall colorado springs so yeah i've had a i had a couple of, well actually only had one shift last week but it was saturday night so it was like busy a lot of uh, a lot of people coming it's a really beautiful ministry yeah just you know hours on end of confession and oh wow. talking to people and yeah offering them god's mercy and yeah when you you know when you get to those tears you know you know something's happening special so oh most definitely dang yeah, bro, i can't even imagine no yeah, like, it's been really cool i remember when i was a postulant so postulancy yeah like when you're first starting out you're discerning the life like i remember hearing about the mall and being like what 
there's a mall like y'all have a chapel in the mall yeah and i was like this kind of weird but then i was yeah. like this is kind of cool <laughs> whenever i let you go in, you know that's where the people are yeah, yeah it was really sweet man and plus i would I, you know we would go there frequently uh and, and uh, <laughs> do the sacrament so that was really yeah. really yeah and then you just hear a lot of the stories that people come. yeah like just really are converted and yeah yeah priests priests go to confession there people drive in from pueblo and out of town to go to confession there and yeah um yeah it's just it's really powerful so that's my yeah i have to say like that's probably one ministry that i'm super pumped about Mm -hmm. like uh you know you could say a whole lot more about that but it seems like it would be really really like powerful yeah to, to do that so I can't, yeah I'm, I'm excited well actually like yeah let's go there like um I mean, let's we, go there let's go there let's go to confession right now in the name of the I, I will, the actually, Holy spirit amen may something. the lord be on your heart and on your lips to help you make a good confession that's courage you, that's my that's my that, line that's my oh, that's my opening line i like that forgive yeah. me father for i have sinned i went last uh week Yes. So, yeah, we're not actually. <laughs> like, I wanted to see you you gonna rattle off your list? <laughs> uh, no, like, uh, so. I went last I, week because I would have been saying something. No, I was just kidding. <laughs> yeah. So, what, like, what's been on my radar is like trying to learn how to be a good confessor, like how to really mm, how encourage do do people, um, you know, to to look at their life to confess their sins um so if we, we if we've got some listeners uh, i know it's early in the episode hopefully you're still tuned in we're just getting good getting fired up getting warmed up but if you want to email us at email us at the brother hut at gmail.com hit us up on facebook uh leave a message on our podcast we're on all the major podcast sites. what are you as a person who goes to confession what are you looking for what would you like to see more of? Uh, what would be helpful? Do you want more advice? Do you want less advice? Do you just want absolution and go? Um, do, do you, you like face to face or you like go behind the screen? Yeah, right. That's important. To a lot of people. Um, do you want like a longer penance that's going to take you all week? Do you want something short that you can do before you leave? Um, yeah, those are good. How about yeah. like. <laughs> bro it was fun i gotta say this so i went to, i went last week right and i was i finished everything and the priest was like all right please say your act of contrition Ooh. and uh you know i have like the standard one that i you know go off of, of course you know um but then i kind of gear like i always kind of gear it to like my own spirituality you know whatever mm-hmm. um and i always i it was like a formula that i've always said for the longest time Okay. And so it gets time to the act of contrition, and I was just like, you know, forgive me, Father, uh, in my sin. I'm sorry for having offended you. You know, I actually I didn't even get that far. All I said was, I'm sorry for having offended you. And then all of a sudden, my, my I went blank, like just straight blank. I couldn't <laughs> think of the next part. I was like, I was silent for like eight seconds, and the priest was like. And right when I was right when I remembered the priest was like, brother, you know, he started to do the isolation. I was like, uh, oh, <laughs> like, wait, I got more. But I didn't, you know, I just let him do his thing and I got the yeah. blessing. But uh, 
No, that's a good, that's a good question though. Thanks for sharing that. But like, uh, it'd be a question for people listening. Like, do you need cards that have the active contrition? Um, does that helpful? Is that distracting? Do you have one memorized? Do you want us to give you the cards so that you can memorize one? Um, yeah. Do you want us to do Padre Pio and mm. smack you? No, I'm just wow. I would never do that, I don't think. I mean, if God wants to give me those gifts, like I'll try to be open, but I don't think that's my calling. So Yeah, no, those are good, yeah, because yeah yeah because something i i i read a book uh called the seven secrets of confession by vinnie flynn yeah okay yeah vinnie all right yeah i know Your that name's not, yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so one of like two of the big things about the book is that uh if you look up confession in the catechism it's not a sacrament of forgiveness it's a sacrament of healing mm-hmm so it's, you know, uh, and I think the analogy he goes through is that Jesus has the divine physician. Oh, and just, yeah. just like if you go to a doctor on earth, you have to tell him everything that hurts so that he can get you the good medicine that you need. It's the same with Jesus. We have to tell him what hurts so that he can put his grace in there, like the good medicine. Yeah. Um, so I often try and like counsel people, like some people will come in with like only actions like this, this many times, this, this many times, this, this many times. I'm like, okay, well, what else is going on? Like, you know, uh, what's below those actions, you know, where, where does, you know, where's your heart hurt? Um, and then the other thing is about, um, yeah, well, those are the two things about, uh, Jesus at the divine position. So telling them where the hurts, where, where your heart hurts, where your soul hurts. And then the other thing is about um, not just confessing actions, but like what's below the actions, like trying to get mm. down to the root causes of your sins. Um, mm, yeah. Like, where is that coming from? Yeah. Like, like what are the, pride? Yeah, what are the causes that you Maybe. don't love God, that you don't love yourself, that you're afraid of, intimacy you know whatever it may be where yeah. different things might be coming from so um yeah if, if people if anyone's read that book or tried to go deeper in confession like i'd love to hear people's experience about that uh, yeah is it helpful is it scary is it do you need to take it slower do you want to go faster do you um yeah 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 i'm just trying to figure out how to really help people most with god's grace in the sacrament of confession so mm-hmm. any tips or ideas or thoughts from our wonderful holy faithful and diligent listeners would be uh i'll take them to heart and share yeah. them with the good people here in colorado springs so yeah 20th anniversary i like that's a long time that we've been in a mall hearing confessions. Uh, what's well, like, no, yeah, uh, it, like yeah. nine hours a day, six days a week for 20 years. Good grief. Yeah. That's Thanks a long time. Yeah. So like, a lot you, to, like you put a good context to like the ministry though. Like just like, just imagine what goes on in the confessional mm. for 20 years, six days a week, you know, like Jesus as the divine physician, I love that. Like, you know, changing people's lives, mm-hmm. you know, offering mercy. Um, 
20 years is so long bro like imagine <laughs> all the people like i remember being in positivity actually mm-hmm. and like coming back home from ministry you know and i sit at the table where we have dinner and i'm like i asked one of the older friars who was living with us at the time gene and he's i was like bro how like how was your day bro and i'm all you know young guy pumped like fired about everything <laughs> what's up bro like how was your day and that like you know so i was at the mall and I remember being like, how many confessions, like, did you hear, you know? He said, like, 112 or, <laughs> like, it was up there, bro. Like, yeah. like in the 90s, 100. I was like, wow. what? Like, I remember just being amazed. 100, like, that's in one day, one person. We got two confessionals. Like, that's a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's... uh yeah it's it's humbling man it's such a powerful sacrament i know i've especially now as a priest like going to confession i really see the value of it uh for helping with a life of conversion yeah uh looking at all these different areas where i'm not like jesus uh looking at the different things that hurt me and affect me and make me fearful uh looking at the different things that draw me away from god and then, you know, then on the flip side, helping people look at those in their life. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. You got, you got both views there. I'll that's tell you, cool. the most tempting part is you want to talk about it. <laughs> like, I want to tell you stories of like what people say, but I'm not, I mean, I can't. Oh, yeah, you, know? you can like, It's yeah. just so, it's so enriching. It's so tender. It's so, oh, that's, such, that's... such a, such a God moment, you know, like yeah bro that's yeah you know that should be kept yeah right i mean obviously it has to oh yeah it has to be yeah i go to i go to death whatever but that's just it's like i got home the other day and i was like i I was like gonna talk about something i was like oh i can't talk about that i heard that confession you know (laughs) (laughs) Uh, if you were to to put that in the imagery like what what is how does that I mean, to help people, to help our listeners kind of get the picture of, like, the weight of all that ministry really is, you know? I don't know if you Mm -hmm. can explain a little bit Mm -hmm. of what that feels like, you know what I mean? Like, just being that person of ministry. Like that, you know, obviously you're an intercessor that time, you know, you're acting in the person of Christ, offering mercy to those in need, like, Mm -hmm. you know, but what? Yeah, you know, like, I'll... I'll be honest there. I mean, I guess what I would want to share is uh, my favorite is like not being able to see the person. Mm. Like I, I, I like it when people go behind the screen and make it anonymous because uh. then I can close my eyes and I have a better time, like visualizing the saints that I pray to. Oh, wow. And then it, cool. there's something about like with my eyes closed, I feel like I can listen better, like deeper for what's really going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah um that's good wait, wait 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 so you think it's like that for every priest uh no that's just me i have no idea okay. what anyone else's experience is like what do you think, think the majority is like you i think, think most, all priests uh, like having back like for that reason you know like you can focus or, oh, you know, i don't know i know like wondering. uh it seems like for older priests like most of them prefer the face-to-face mm-hmm. uh but i don't know just for me i like being able to close my eyes and yeah just listen for the details and I, it helps me pray better uh, 
Yeah. So I don't I don't know about anybody else. That's crazy. I want to talk about like the theology maybe behind if there is a theology, I'm sure there is. Just about those two different options, you know what I mean? Like I really like going face to face. You know, okay. I but I'll say this, like I I've noticed that I've like some of the most powerful confessions that I've had have been behind okay. the, have been mm. like behind the screen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like and it's interesting because like when I first started going to confession years back, like I would go face to face because I felt like it helped me enter into, you know, like just actually being uh, like guilty for my sins or like not guilty, but like sorry for my sins huh, because like okay. I'm actually talking to somebody uh, who like I, you know, like it, I'm, I'm ashamed right now. You know, I got to share my life. You know, I got to share what I've done. Like I'm ashamed. You know what I mean? So there's this level of shame when you're looking at someone face to face, especially a priest, you know, that's how I felt huh. at the beginning, okay. right? At the beginning of kind of the confession journey. That's cool. Um, so I think maybe some people feel like that, you know, um, that they do it face to face. Maybe they want that like relation, relational, maybe aspect of the sacrament, you know. Um, yeah. What do you that's think? A good point. Um, yeah, I. Like, is I there don't, a theology behind? I don't. Uh, I, I I think I know what the one is for the screen, you know, and it might be why my experiences of confession in those cases have been like super powerful you know because of like you know the mystery right that mystery mm-hmm. of god or like encountering god you know yeah. behind the veil beneath the veil or like you know right in the cloud yeah, I mean, of I, unknowing the, as they say no that's but, good yeah i think that, the that's what the screen does for me is it makes it a little more mysterious and mysterious, mystical mystical there you go yeah yeah like uh and i don't i i think too from i mean i've had good face-to-face confessions like last year i had a regular confessor who i was seeing on a regular basis face-to-face mm-hmm. and it was a good experience but uh like sometimes you know it just you know we we talk or something so it's like i i think for me the the anonymity kind of keeps it more serious for me uh, uh that, you know I'm, good, I'm not yeah. i'm, I'm not here point. to be your friend you know like this isn't like hangout time like see me after the shift you know if you want to hang out this is like this is business this is healing this is a sacrament this is mm. god's work in your life this is a big step in conversion like yeah um I could see that. Yeah, I could see that. And I, I think because like the like in persona Christi, like sometimes I'll tell kids, like, I know it looks like me, but you're talking to Jesus. And I think when I can't see the person, I feel more like I feel more like in that role. Yeah, I see. But I like what you said about the veil, like because uh, it really is like only a thin veil, like in that sacramental moment, like I absolved you from your sins like who am i (laughs) i'm brandon nobody berg from nowhere kansas (laughs) it's like (laughs) i ain't got got no power over nobody's sins like right but that's when jesus takes over like yeah through the ordination through the power through the calling through the blessing through the anointing and like yeah, I, mean, I get I'm getting like goosebumps talking about it, bro. Like, oh, yeah, I feel like yeah. that, that mystery <laughs> comes in too, you know, like mm-hmm. how 
the whole aspect of confession, you know, maybe it should be a mystery, like almost like it's meant to be a mystery because of that aspect. Like, you know, um, somebody who, you know, is, is called in to perform that ministry is acting, you know, on behalf of God, you know, yeah, definitely. And then to go behind the veil as like the person receiving the sacrament is like maybe entering mm. into the mystery more fully, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, man, it makes you want to go to confession. Ah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I think if it's if it's too familiar, then I think it can you know it can just turn into conversation or talking or yeah. Um, yeah, and I've noticed too. Like, there's been a now that we're talking about it. Like, I remember it was been a couple of times when I'm face to face with the priest, you know, and we'll be like our eyes are closed. Both of us start out, you know, with our eyes closed. Uh-huh. And about halfway through, I kind of peek one eye open, <laughs> <laughs> and then he'd be like, his eyes are closed, you know, and then like. I would shut my other eye, you know, and then like I could peek a little bit and then I could see him kind of do the same thing, you know. <laughs> it comes like this peekaboo battle, you know. But <laughs> peekaboo battle. But uh, I think that's one of the Pokemon characters, right? Peekaboo battle. <laughs> uh, speaking of you know. oh man, yeah. So uh if anybody's in Colorado. Uh, November 20th uh, it's coming up on a Saturday and uh, oh gosh what time there's there's going to be a special mass with uh, the bishop mm. we got this new guy James Golka he's from Nebraska I think he's only been a bishop now like three or four months uh, very nice so he's going to be there for the mass on Saturday, November 20th. Come on down to Citadel Mall. Um, then there'll be like uh, snacks and rosaries and pamphlets and T-shirts and I think some books and Bibles and some fun stuff we're going to do. So, um, yeah, we'll be hearing confessions, of course. So if you need the, the sacrament of healing there in your life. Um, the sacrament of healing. Come on down. Yeah, that's the big thing that the that that book that I was talking about, the seven secrets of confession uh, that he kind of keeps driving home is that, you know, when you look up the sacrament of confession in the catechism, yeah, it's under the sacraments of healing. Uh, uh, kind of, I think one of the ways he talks about it is like, you know, forgiveness came on the cross, uh-huh. you know, Jesus laid it down. Jesus poured out his blood. You know, we've been united through baptism. We're we're forgiven. So when we come uh, to confession, it's more about like healing of those wounds and healing of those, uh, you know, those root causes of our sin rather than just forgiveness. So, yeah, that's been a really uh, that's kind of really changed my outlook on it. On confession. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, bro. Look like, I, I, what? What no, did you say? Uh, I said you look like you were looking something up there. Did you get your catechism out? What you got? No. Hey, man, why you got to put me on blast? Put I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cheating on you, no. 
<laughs> you ready to go to confession now? You got your book out. Okay. <laughs> no, it's because I'm reading this book actually right now on uh I found it in the library the other day, bro, and it was really like kind of attracted me. I mean, um like I want to read it, you know. And so I've started yeah. reading that, you know, and uh, it's it's Father Gregory Lagrange, who's like oh sure one of my favorite, you know, and uh, he's got a, this book called The Priest in Union with Christ, mm. you know, and uh, it was just all it's all about like you know the priesthood, his role, you know, in everything mm. really we're talking about, you know, um, and he's got it divided up as you no know, in sections like the priesthood as the victim, priesthood the priest of oh, yeah. christ you know uh the the sacrifice and what that means you know all this cool you know really cool and union with grace and all this yeah you know, the effects of well, his look what you look know. what just came to me today the sacred heart and the, and the priesthood i like and that. it's by uh some nun in france who had like I don't know, I guess 10 or 15 years of like apparitions from jesus like oh. <laughs> all this stuff that he told her to write down for priests Oh. Uh, so it's all like uh, the priest the creation of infinite love oh, uh, the priest good. pardoning uh, jesus consoling jesus consoling the people uh the bloody sacrifice the unbloody sacrifice the sacerdotal virtues of the heart of jesus prayer devotedness zeal meekness humility purity oh, mercy, wow. love and then the love of the incarnate word for his priests Love of Jesus for his priests before his birth, love of Jesus for his priests during his hidden life, love of Jesus for his priests at the last hour of his life, Dang. love for Jesus after his resurrection, love of Jesus for his priests after his ascension, and love of Jesus for his priests at the present time. Wow. So, yeah. Dang. I, I just got it today so i haven't looked at it all yet but it sure has an interesting uh table of content so yeah jesus be loving man like that's what's so cool about confession is like you just get to love on people like jesus would like yeah uh like i love you like god loves you like you're forgiven open up your heart so jesus can heal you with grace and mm -hmm. you know conversion is a lifetime process if you fall down carrying your cross, what do you do? You get back up and keep going. So, yeah. And yeah. I mean, I, that, I think that's why, like in the beginning, I was just talking about how that's one of the sacraments that excites me the most. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying like I'm going to be like really good at, you know, forgiveness, you know what I mean? Like on my part. Uh, mm. But like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like there's, I, I feel like, I, like there's a level of excitement there just to see the workings of god kind of taking mm -hmm. over and i feel like uh so it's that one and also preaching you know that i'm pretty pumped about mm -hmm. but yeah, man just yeah. to just to like be a part of that cool you know and like over the summer <clears throat> i think i talked about it in our last episode it's been so long <laughs> um august 18th lord have mercy oh, but uh no. Yeah, I feel like as, as the uh, priest, like maybe one image that keeps coming to my mind, like in in from ministry in the last couple months, you know, it's just 
um, being a bulletproof vest, you know, mm. in mm. a sense, you know, and maybe this kind of will tie into the um, the image that we have is the priesthood as uh, the victim, like the victim priest, you know, who's kind mm. of the sacrifice, uh, acting as a sacrifice, you know, um, in place of Christ, like during the mass. You know what I mean? Like there's a whole, there's a theology there specifically from this guy, Gary Gould Legrand. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, I was just thinking of like, like the priest as a victim, specifically uh-huh. in, con- in confession. And uh-huh. you might be able to say more about, you know what I mean? Where like, you know, the, the priest is just kind of receiving all these like, you know, bullets, if you will, these uh-huh. huge things that can really affect um like his priesthood in a positive way you know what i mean um Hmm. but yeah i don't know if you kind of if you if that's your experience i don't know you know i mean i imagine that you hear like you know obviously that probably makes you a better priest you know like holy cow like i you know (laughs) uh I don't know what to say about that. Yeah, like I, uh, um, bulletproof vest. Uh, no, that's all I got to say. That. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I mean it. It definitely uh, does feel like you get somewhat beat up, um, like emotionally, and like uh, there can be like it, there's definitely a strain on on me. Like my experience of like the strain of like giving each person like the the most attention i can give them yeah and that's gotta be draining right that's gotta be super yeah in the medical terms they call it secondhand stress you know what i mean like you're just oh you know and you can get what so say compassion fatigue you know yeah or like in ministry you get burned out you know what i mean but i feel like it sounds like what i'm hearing like from you like what god just takes over like there's love of jesus that just like this is this is no longer me giving mercy this is god giving mercy and so like right it doesn't even affect me at this point like i'm just I'm yeah just, you know what i'm saying i mean it still takes the effort to listen right. uh but yeah i mean there is that definitely point like when like can you say that god the father of mercies I don't even have it memorized yet. <gasps> through the death and to the death and re- they have the paper there. Through the death and resurrection of his son, sent the Holy Spirit into the world to reconcile something. Then you get to the part where it says, I and I absolve you. Like yeah. that's the ooh, it's like, what? Like Jesus absolves you, God absolves you, the Holy Spirit absolves you. And you get a like Saint Peter absolves you, something, but it's like God, man. This is God. I, God, like, the divine life exactly yeah but that's like but then he's using the priest as his the vessel representative man. of that the vessel yeah the instrument so yeah it's uh it's cool. i thought it was gonna be cool and it's like like way cool a hundred times cooler than i thought it was gonna be Damn. yeah like every everybody i mean I don't know about everybody, but definitely if priests, uh, hopefully everybody in our province gets a chance to like work here at the mall because it is. 
it's a it's a sacred place man it really is so and i love that like you know the 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 ministry of confession the sacrament of confession is very like is deeply rooted in our capuchin spirituality you know mm-hmm. like v- deeply you know we we have guys you know most famously padre pio mm-hmm. um leopold of mandis who's mm-hmm. not famous you know but those guys spent hours in the confessional mm-hmm. like 12 10 12 hours a day you know like hearing confessions but like like to be a part of that legacy you know like on a human level like to be a part of that is is gonna is you know really cool but also yeah just on the divine level like just being a part of that like i said being that vessel you know like being the instrument of god's mercy you know it's gotta be super pumped like but yeah yep so uh, if you're still with us, yeah, I encourage you uh, to find a time to go to confession. Uh, it can be difficult. Uh, not every town uh, has a Citadel Mall with Capuchin Friars posted up in it. But uh, yeah, call your priest. I know, like, a- as a before I came to Colorado Springs, there was like two or three times where people like called the office and like set up an appointment to go to confession. And like, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, don't, if you're scared to do that, like, I I can tell you, like, I was honored that people, like, took the time to call up and make an appointment with the priest to go to confession. Because it's, like, Saturday afternoon is, like, not that convenient for most people. Uh, So, yeah, like, uh, let let God put his healing grace upon you. Go to the sacrament of confession. Uh, make an appointment with a priest at your local parish or monastery yeah. if you need to and uh yeah let, let god love you let god heal you um yeah and i, I want to second that it's too. out there i want to second that like I, I feel like just a lot of times in our ministry too as capuchin brothers for all you listeners you know uh i think that we experience a lot of times people very much doubt the mercy that god is capable of giving them oh yeah you know what i mean and it's like i always say you know if if you know you're brave enough like you're capable of being brave enough to go to that confession and like visit that mercy like you know you are like god has given you the capacity to do that you know what i mean all we have to do is just kind of do the work and and um you know put ourselves in the position for god to to uh forgive us for our sin you know and there's nothing that you could do to make god love you less and so like you know confession is very powerful for us as christian catholics and but yeah yeah something i've been i guess one of the things i've been uh so much praying on but yeah thinking about meditating on is like like it's my experience of going to confession and like i'll take 10 15 20 minutes i'll pray i'll write down like all these things i can think of and then i just give them over to god and what does god say i love you (laughs) i forgive you here's Mm -hmm. all here's the healing grace that you need yeah and then it's like the more times i do that like the more that my heart knows that it's unconditionally loved 
I think the more it helps me like not sin <laughs> because a lot of sin is looking for love. Like, you know, it's a cliche, but in all the wrong places. Sometimes. Love in all the wrong places. <laughs> yeah. But like when my heart knows that it doesn't have to look anywhere, like I can just rest and be like a hundred percent in God's love for me. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, I'll, you know, it's conversion is a lifetime process, but uh, yeah, I'm convinced the more, the more experiences that our heart have of that unconditional love, the more it help us turn away from sin and live in the kingdom every day. So yeah. Amen, bro. Yeah. That's cool. So yeah, if you, if you entered this episode with that, maybe curiosity, uh, hopefully that helped out a lot. Yeah. So, but alrighty, bro. Yeah, well, you. happy two year anniversary to to you and me. It's great to be on here with you, brother. For two years, bro. Uh, happy twenty year anniversary to oh, the Catholic you. Center at the yeah, Citadel yeah. Mall. Come see us next month, November twentieth. That's right. Uh, God's grace is ready for you. All right. So, all right to our listeners. Thank you all so much for joining us once again. We're hoping to get out some steady flow of episodes to you soon so stick around stay with us um hopefully bi-weekly we'll do something but we'll talk about it and we'll keep you guys in the loop all the time so god is good god is good all the time all the time all right, all right my brother shout outs oh yes. i don't have any you got any no i don't not right now i don't no. either we'll get to those next time we love you Thanks. checking out guys this is the brother you uh we're good for you. Peace.